All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast, <laughs> Musical Splaining. I am one of your hosts, Kava Taharian, and across I'm... the desk from me is my friend, my childhood mentor, <laughs> my sponsor, <laughs> my godmother, your nemesis, my nemesis, my frenemy, my... all of the above. My, yeah, worthy adversary. Worthy, worthy adversary. Lindsay Ellis. Miss Lindsay Ellis. And today we're joined by a person. Yes. That just, Lindsay. This person yeah. we found on the street. This yeah. person we found on the street. I got dragged here. <laughs> it's a very special person. Yeah. yeah. She's so, part of the internet folklore. Yeah, Sorry, folklore, part, of our, part of our lore. Yeah, the deep lore. So this is uh, Angelina Meehan, who uh, I... Uh, had to have on this episode or she would never speak to me again. Absolutely. End of this friendship. <laughs> yeah. She also, you may know her from uh, Twitter. And yeah. also, <laughs> she's very funny. <laughs> yeah. She's very good. She's very fast. And also does uh, all of the co- co-writing and editing for uh, my other content. Um. <laughs> so friendship based on lies. Yeah. Friendship based on. Fa- on lies and on Phantom. And on Phantom, Phantom. Yeah. Phantom. Yeah. friendship is very, very yeah. entwined with, like my life is. Like, yeah. I, like, I think I had this uh, come to Jesus moment like a few <laughs> months ago where I was like, you know what? I cannot imagine what my life would look like without Phantom of the Opera. I 100% wow. agree with that. Yeah. Like, like, there's this snowball effect that we can trace, like, for one thing. That's how I met you. Yeah, yeah. That's how I met Lisa. Yeah. Uh, who is now my assistant slash sister-in-law, and thereby her brother, who's now my husband. Yeah. Um, it's how I met Antonella, yeah. with whom I made a pact to go to NYU. Yeah. So I genuinely feel like, and then we did. We Phantom went away saved together. your life, basically. I don't, I kind of, like, I had this moment where I, I realized, like, I don't know if I would have left Tennessee if it weren't for Phantom. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's like sliding doors. Like, it's like, you don't yeah. know. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I hadn't found that... OBC. Yeah. <laughs> like Phantom for me, it was like it got me into art history and, and, and in French. And I ended up majoring in art history in French. Um, I met obviously you and now like I, I work with you for a living. And I'm also I live in a basement. And, uh, currently? Currently. I've I've killed how many yeah. people? Yeah. How many, uh, you've yeah. done a few kidnappings. Just, just a few kidnappings here and there. Good. So it's yeah, it's it's deep in there. No, my mom. Uh, so Lindsay and I, I don't know when we want to get into this, but my mom, like, told Lindsay shortly after we had met mm-hmm. that, like, us meeting through Phantom, like, kind of saved my life because I was, like, really depressed and yeah. sad. My mom was like, it got her to shower. Like, <laughs> yeah, friendship. She literally said yeah, that. My oh my literally said she, that. Like, yeah, my mom literally said that. Her mom was, like, TMIing all over the place. Like, she was just, like, crumbs in her hair every day. Yeah. All PJs all the time. It yeah. did not shower. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. Wow. You're yeah. laying this all on me. Yeah, yeah. I saved And you. Phantom. And Phantom. And Phantom. Right, so let's back up a little bit, though. So I heard you guys met on a fan fiction phantomoftheopera.com yes. yes. <laughs> we spent a little time on phantomoftheopera.com yeah yeah there, there used to be a lot more phantom websites yeah this is the, the days of GeoCities and yeah. Angel and the Fire back yeah. before it moved to Tumblr although yeah. I think Tumblr has vastly I bet you it does that phantom. seems like a thing that they would have for it no? yeah yeah, yeah. 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 like Tumblr has saved phantom fandom yeah because it was really self-serious and yeah. stupid and I think that was where our friendship began was like we both showed up to the fandom at like the same time and like we're like what would happen if you replaced every other word in Phantom of the Opera with like 
shit that'd be hilarious <laughs> it's like and what we, if we kidnapped him and yeah. then like pelted him with dildos yeah like, <laughs> randomness ra- yeah it was yeah. just like random randomness yeah because we're 15 yeah exactly i was 13 yeah, so she I was, was 13 like, i was i had just turned 16 this yeah. is like late 90s 98 99 this is 2000, like 2001 oh 2001 yeah. oh. summer of 2001 yeah. yeah i'm the elder statesman here so i was on GeoCities back in 1997 yeah. <laughs> 98 99 this is 2001 um i had just finished and uh, had really liked Phantom of the Opera, the book growing up, and then had discovered the original Broadway cast recording uh, right as I was graduating middle school and found, you know, fanfiction.net. Okay, very cool. Glad that you guys met and that Angie's here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Phantom. I, I, I know, I kind of feel like you and I never would have met. Because if I hadn't... It's true, Phantoms were brought me here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, it was cats, but still. Yeah. No, I mean, this. I... It's kind of like if I hadn't gone to NYU. Oh, just your trajectory. Yeah, even. I would not have majored in film starting my junior year, and without which I never would have gone to USC. Man. So, yeah. It's crazy to think about that butterfly effect. Like, yeah, for yeah, so exactly. Many years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like what if you had gotten really into like, I don't know, sports. Where I had stayed, <laughs> stayed on the current, yeah, I would have ended up at USC. Like, Or if I'd stayed on my current trajectory and like been like, uh, I don't know, Olymp Biscuit Groupie or something. <laughs> that would be my career. I believe they're called the Biz Kids. Yeah. The biz <laughs> Kids? Was that a thing? It should have it been. 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 Yeah. Uh, because they also were incredibly self-serious and had no goddamn sense of humor. It's true. I unfortunately was bitten by the Olymp Biscuit bug for See, a period of time. See, there's another thing we had in common. Yeah. As I, I'm wearing a backwards baseball cap right now. <laughs> Not intentionally, but true. I'm very serious with my Wario days. cap. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, Phantom of the Opera You should do it stats. in Fred Durst's voice. <laughs> Fred, Yo! <laughs> music <laughs> by Andrew Lloyd Webber! Lyrics by Charles Hart and Richard Stilko! Still going! Book by Richard Stilko and Andrew Lloyd Webber! Based on the Phantom of the Opera by Gaston <laughs> so, we're, so we're doing we're doing stats in Fred Durst's voice Durst. from now on, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I premiere, I can't even do it anymore. Yeah. It's just it's my voice. Premiere, Fred, Her Majesty's Theater. Still on Her Majesty's Theater, nineteen eighty-six, October 9th <laughs> In London. Yes. In London. In and London. That, that completes Fred Durst's reading of Phantom <laughs> Stats and Interpretations. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you, yeah, that's the thank you for coming to our podcast. Good yes, night. That's it. That's all we need yeah, to do. It turns out musical splaining is Fred Durst explaining. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Fred's we'll get Fred explaining. Well, we'll get Fred on the podcast. Oh, yeah. My buddy Fred. Oh. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, Phantom of the Opera tells the story of this phantom. Uh, well, he's just <laughs> an he's opera. a guy. Yeah. He's a guy, and uh, he uh, falls in love with one of the ballet, or the, uh, the chorus. Yeah, one of the one chorus, chorus girls. Yeah. Who he sees is like, wow, you could, you know, you, if you if you had some training, you'd be pretty good. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a musical genius. Yeah. He's grooming her. But in, yeah. in the process, he grooms her. Yeah. Uh, he went very yeah, problematic yeah. now. Yeah, he 100% oh. gro- he grooms. Yeah. Uh, and because he kind of, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of like, not the ghost of your dead father, yeah. but I'm a ghost who's a friend of the ghost yeah. of your dead father. Yeah, he like catfishes her. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. So he's like a disgusting, <laughs> awful person yeah. who's grooming a woman yeah. to yeah. take advantage of her sexually. Correct. Correct, yes. And we're going to watch this on the day that Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. Have you have you considered that Phantom 
is it's problematic. problematic. Yeah. Well, and you know, like the appeal of the problematic yeah. character is yeah, so like, very, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Did like, you know that Kylo Ren uh, yeah. maybe did a little bit of, <laughs> of a, a murder? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a, a bit of a murder, but yeah, like, um, I just like felt that character yeah. really, really hard. Well, we we had a we had an incident where it was like someone that we were we had to work with, but we're not working with anymore. Yeah. <laughs> discussing like Broadway shows, yeah. And she, uh, you know, she she's I guess a more professional theater critic, and was yeah. like, "Oh, I hadn't seen it since I was younger, and I saw it again recently, and I was like." Wow, there's some consent issues yeah. in here, and we were like, uh huh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah that's no, really that hadn't really hadn't thought about oh, it. Like, that. wow, I didn't, I never realized that. Thank you for yeah, enlightening me. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like we know, yeah. like <laughs> that, that's part of the. That's the you know, yeah. yeah, that's the draw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or this is a draw because it's like it's not like it does kind of romanticize it, but it doesn't reward it. Exactly. That's how yeah, I would, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that and that's sort of like why. Uh, I think it works in why I, yeah. like, I mean, we can talk about like the way it plays out and the way it's portrayed. Yeah. The, the current phantom. I'm like, oh, <laughs> understudy, yeah. understudy. Oh, oh, please. Not a fan of the current phantom. No, 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 no. Because no, no. uh, our friend uh, David, um, who uh, also works with us, saw it at matinee on Saturday because he had to go. And, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, we really, we really liked it, but. I don't know about the guy who plays him. He's just like, he's like, is it always like that? It's like, no, the show is, can be very different based yeah. on the actors and how they play it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that show lives and dies kind of by yeah. who's playing the Phantom, which is funny because he's only in it for like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. He plays it very like aggressively and domineering yeah. and yeah. I'm throwing my Christine around yeah, and, and yeah, is me. It's supposed to be more like borderline personality, where like I'm the back victim. No, it and just blah, depends blah, blah. on who plays it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like sometimes you'll get like little sensitive flowers, like yeah. you know, <laughs> like Romain Carlo. Yeah, yeah. Who plays? He's very sad boy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll get like like drag queens. Yeah, like, <laughs> like angry drag queen. Yeah. Like he, the current Phantom is just sort of like a drag queen and a linebacker merged yeah. into one. That's um, kind of interesting, actually. <laughs> or you like, know, sometimes yeah, a lot of imagery in my sometimes head. they're very evil and mince. Yeah, yeah. Because it is a role where, like, you really can go either very villainous or very sympathetic. That's why I kind of liken him to Gollum as a character, especially in the book. Sure, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah, you feel pity for him. But you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to. It depends on who plays him. Like, Sierra Boggess and uh, Ramin Karamloo, who, um. Ramin Boggess? Sierra Boggess did the um, 25th anniversary on Broadway. uh, And Ramin Karamloo did it. In London. Yeah. And so he's, you know, sort of like the, the darling baby boy of the fandom. Yeah, he's like the next generation. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's <laughs> Michael Crawford's like uh, yeah. like uh, Captain Kirk, then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Karen Lewis. The- Fear can turn to love. You'll learn to see, to find the man behind the monster. This. So can you guys explain to me what the staying power of the Phantom has been since you were kids? Aside from the fact that, like, it's the basis of your friendship in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, why is it that you guys, especially if you see how it's, like, somewhat problematic, why yeah. do you guys continue? Oh, I, I guess mean, you said, like, it doesn't no, I, I think validate it's like, it, but, like. I, I mean, like, all, all art is problematic. Yeah. You know, you have a story about a guy who, And like, Phantom is art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is loud, flashy <laughs> art. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, for me, when you're a teenager, because, like, I feel like the, the kind of kids that get really into Phantom tend to be, like, smart, lonely kids who probably play a musical instrument that feel like 
they are ostracized for reasons that are out of their control. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in particular, like with girls, it's because of the way you look. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think like that is something like personally, I really intensely empathized with the Phantom because uh, his whole deal is like, you know, he's really smart and he's like a genius musician and he's a great singer. And he's like, that's how he falls in with Christine as he becomes her her voice teacher. Mm -hmm. But also like because of the way he looks, he's been ostracized from society. So he chooses to live in the basement of the opera because he helped design it. He's also an architect. Uh, he's, he's, a, yeah. he's a renaissance man. Art Vandalay. He's the of the opera. LinkedIn. Is- yeah, his LinkedIn. <laughs> he's also a storyteller. Yeah. He's a rock star. Yeah. There's like literally a scene in the show where like someone's just like listing off his credentials. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're just like. Entrepreneur, yeah, yeah. CEO. Yeah. Yeah. He, I own my own record label. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was into venture capital for a little while. Yeah, I think like when you're a teenager it, and you feel ostracized, that yeah. at, that element um, really appeals. And the other thing is like it's a really entertaining show. Yeah. It's eminently watchable. Yeah, like it, it, like so many like Titanic big budget things are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's entertaining. There's the the whole um, mm-hmm. like I identify with feeling ostracized aspect, and like the other side of that coin is also when you're a teenage girl whom no one understands, you would love to have someone who's like super obsessed and yeah, in with yeah. you. Like it's yeah. like it's like. Both sides of that, like, yeah. fantasy are in that show. Like, and, like Twilight. Yeah, it's like, exactly. Very, where he's, yeah, like, sparkly, yeah. I'm a monster, but also I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, who wouldn't want that? Yeah. want to protect Bella. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, you're 13, and you're like, I would absolutely love a 50-year-old virgin serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> to take me away. <laughs> to take me away and just, like, you yeah. know, treat pay me attention right. attention to me. I would pay rather, attention to me. I'd like to live in his basement instead of going to yeah. gym class. That would be... Fantastic. So the basement aspect is like it does kind of feel like a fanfic, like in the original book, yeah. where like Gaston is like you get into his house at the bottom of the lake, yeah. and it's like he's got a Louis Philippe room, yeah. he's got running water, yeah. it's eighteen eighty one, he's yeah. got electricity, because, you know, yeah. he's got it's like awesome. He's got it all. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. makes his shrimp scampy. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess like the last thing for me was like um I I uh, liked I loved the book growing up, but um I discovered the musical right after my dad had died, and it kind of also oh. kind of galvanized like. Christine's uh, just coming off of the death of her father and is feeling lost and emotionally vulnerable. And like in a weird way, he kind of fills this niche yeah. of of like like this emptiness that she feels. And I, I really empathize with that yeah. as, as a 13. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, Phantom is art. No, I can't. I, can't. <laughs> art is art. I literally can't make fun of Phantom yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, if you make fun of this, you're making yeah, fun of my yeah. dead dad. Yeah. <laughs> now he's laughing at yeah. that dead dad. <laughs> Twisted every way, what answer can I give? Yeah. Wow, but the other thing about that. it is, because um, it sounds like very self-serious. Yeah. I would argue that the show is not. I think the show... I, I don't think so either. Yeah, like, I think it actually has a pretty good sense of humor yeah. about itself. Yeah, I 100% agree Especially with Especially in the first act. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, when I you know, get to was, that note song. I was talking to my friend last night when I went to go visit out in the Burbs, mm-hmm. and he was telling me that he was also like me in which he did not like musicals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still don't, but... <laughs> He's, since he's moved to New York, this is my friend from high school in California. Mm. Since he's moved to, Cal- to uh, New York, he's like sort of been forced into it, right? And so he's got this interesting perspective of somebody who can speak my language and say, mm. okay, you might like this part of it, this part of it, mm. this part. I used to play in a band with him too. Mm-hmm. But he's like, Phantom of the Opera, he's like, it's actually, the music's kind of good. He's like, because it's kind of like 
It's got this light 80s kind of the like music cock rock slaps. flair yeah. to it. The yeah. music is great. He's like, it's not quite metal. He's like, but yeah, it's it, kind of like it, in that vein. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, it creeps up to the board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, okay, I don't know why nobody told me this before. Yeah. No, there's a. It, what's really funny is like they have, ever since the original production, yeah. leaned in harder to like the rock and roll yeah, elements. The, the 80s hard yeah. butt rock. Jeans. There is yeah. like a which pop. is perfect though for what you guys are saying though because mm-hmm. that was always my obsession with 80s metal. It was like mm-hmm. totally yeah. self serious in terms of being so technically complicated, yeah. but it's. Fucking stupid, yeah. and that's why it's that's, fun. That is yeah. Exactly. So maybe yeah. you like Phantom. I th- yeah, and like the more I learn about <laughs> yeah. it, I'm like, yeah. maybe this one actually yeah. will be good. Yeah. It really is like a product of like 80s new romanticism, yeah. like yeah. that kind of thing. Like and like, that's my shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. During the main, uh, the song Phantom of the Opera, it's like very synthy. Yeah. And then it ends with this like three minute guitar solo. Oh, just, shit. <laughs> Way to bury the fucking lead. <laughs> It's great. It, and they like turn crank it up. Yeah. Like it's so much louder than yeah. it is on the um, original Broadway cast. Yeah. Of My angel of music. Like, oh they cleaned into it. Like, I love it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they added that. Love it. I think it was in. I think it was in like the single that they made before yeah. the show was written, and then for the. Broadway cast recording, they pulled it back, and then, or London cast recording, they pulled it back, and then as, like, the years have gone by, and Andrew Lloyd Webber is just, like, living in his <laughs> Howard Hughes-esque, like, <laughs> final days. Wait, it's like, future. no, no, we must, we must have it. We must lean into it, <laughs> yeah. and, um, and I, I, we're all the better for That's it. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There are some things in it that I'm like, Phantom has some of the best theatrical things on Broadway, period. Yeah. And it's also kind of a time capsule, because it's the only production from the 80s that's mm. still running yeah, yeah. so a lot of times okay. when things from that era get revived they get revived but tweaked and changed yeah, and so sure. they get updated but phantom is like a time yeah pass. Still just it, doing yeah, the same yeah. Thing. like the broadway that's production awesome. opened a few months before i was born and like it's, it's, it's 32 years anything. old it's, hold on it's, am i excited about phantom right <laughs> now <laughs> yeah Fuck. Well, see, this is like it's how we do we're just like yeah, yeah we're just like because we've like after years and years of like burying our shame yeah. we finally just you know like here's what we like about it and we can just admit it because it is fun like to me the overture is one of the best things on broadway like okay. it's just and it's just an overture there's no words there's no people on the stage yeah. um and i won't tell you what it is but okay. it's just like there's a very quiet prologue yeah. and then the overture hits and yeah. it's just like It's great. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. It is. It's, it's fantastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that from the song? Is that from yeah, the no, musical? No. We have you had a fantastic <laughs> night. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what happens. I, um, I'm sufficiently hyped now. Yeah, I, I think I might actually be into this. Yeah, one. Oh, we might man. actually have fun. Yeah, we'll make a fan. Out we'll of make you. a fan. fan. <laughs> as long as I get to make really punny jokes too. Mr. We'll allow. Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> make a fan out of you. Is this also from that? No, it's from Mulan. Oh. Yeah, I know. You can't reference other musicals. You know? I have no idea. I'm having a hard time Maybe tracking one. Let's get down to business. To defeat the Huns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, this is not Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> no, no, no. This yeah, is well, still Mulan. Actually, yeah, there's a, there's a scene where there's the Huns and I'm like, the Huns show up <laughs> like, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, Genghis Khan's. It was like, we made it, guys. Yeah. yeah. We, we made it to Paris. Yeah. So is it better than Cats? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I think on every yeah. metric, it is, <laughs> like, even if you're a fan yeah. of the music it, of Cats. Except for debatably dancing. 
Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Then, yeah. then, but well, there's not that, a lot of dancing in Phantom. No, no, it's the same choreographer though. Yeah, it's like, yeah. but the dancing in Phantom is like, um, it's like set dressing. It's because here's the thing, and this is an intro. We can talk a little bit about diegesis, which is mm. uh, Ooh, big uh, word. Di- well, you know it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, but it's still a big word. <laughs> like I'm gonna pretend like I don't know what that means. Diegesis explaining. Hey, please pretend like you don't know what it means, so I can define it. Diawatsies. Um. But diegesis means slightly different things in theater than it does in film. Because oh, okay. uh, whenever a musical number happens in a show, yeah. it is generally understood to be non-diegetic. Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of like not literally happening. It's sure. sort of a reflection of whatever yeah. the internal emotionality is. Yes. Uh, but in Phantom, it, goes, it does both. Because so, there are some diegetic songs yeah. in it because it takes place in an opera. And so oh, okay, there are okay. some songs yeah, yeah. that like take like... Someone is on the stage. Yeah. Um, I'd say like fully half of them are someone on the stage yeah, yeah. performing a number in the opera. Yeah, yeah we, we got to go get ready. We're, we're yeah. going to get like decked out. Oh, yeah. uh, you brought me back down to earth. I'm not excited <laughs> you're, now. You're we're phantom bounding. Yeah, we're phantom bounding. You're going to have to be aware? seen in public. Oh, you'll see. You'll see, yeah. Well, the I'll people it's, it's out a, there are not going to know necessarily. It's, it's a, well, we post it to Instagram. I can plug yeah. my ears and you guys can explain to the audience what <laughs> that, you guys are going to do. Well, we're, we're going to... Be extremely extra. Yeah. And then oh. when we get back, you can describe what you yeah. were seeing. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, I don't know these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, well, like when we say we're phantom bounding, we're yeah. not going in costume. Yeah. It's inspired, inspired by. Inspired by. Is that a typical thing too? Or are there a lot of people who are like really phantomed out when they go see the show? Oh, no, uh, no, no, oh. no, no, no. <laughs> Great. Even better. Absolutely. It's not like Beetlejuice where half of the yeah. people are like wearing like vertical stripes. Yeah, like, yeah. Phantom is one that you go to when everything else is sold out. Yeah, exactly. And especially like in this this era of theater where people like don't really get dressed up anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even for like night shows, like th- this will be. Yeah. So we're showing up in sweatpants is what you're saying tonight, basically, the rest of us. Yeah. Imagine going to McDonald's in a big prom. Yeah, imagine being, yeah, going to IHOP in a tuxedo. That's where we're at. That's kind of the vibe. Well, I wouldn't wear sweatpants anyway because I'm vehemently against them. I'm going to start another podcast about (laughs) how I hate sweatpants. Sweatcast. To to quote the show, the disaster will be beyond your imagination. Yes. Yes. So you have that to look forward to after this ad break. A disaster (laughs) beyond your imagination will occur. This will make sense later. Yeah, and on that note, on to the ad read. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by CuriosityStream, a subscription streaming service with thousands of documentaries and nonfiction titles. You can also get access to our streaming video service, Nebula, when you sign up for CuriosityStream using our code at curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. Nebula is a video streaming platform built by and for creators, not those Silicon Valley disruptors. Those guys just want to move fast and break things, which, you know, I'm really, I don't think that's cool. Don't break stuff. That's not nice. Unless you're a Limp Bizkit fan, but even then, just don't be one. Where CuriosityStream is all about big-budget nonfiction videos, we're building Nebula because we want a place for smaller, independent, education-type creators to try out new ideas that might not work on YouTube. With Nebula, you can see original content, there's that word again, from creators like CGP Grey, Kurt Zexog, and there's this one new lady that you might have heard of. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Lind Say uh, L. Loss. Alice. Lindsay Elise. Lindsay Elise. Lindsay Ellis? With the support of CuriosityStream, she's put up a new Nebula exclusive. It's kind of like getting into a club. 
about Tom Hooper's Les Miserables. Les Mis, as the kids call it. Which, from what I hear, is some sort of musical or something like that. A film about a musical. I don't really know. I don't really follow those things. Uh, but you guys sign up to be able to see it. So, get Curiosity Stream plus our streaming service Nebula for only $2.99 per month or $19.99 for a full year by visiting Curiosity Stream. And if you want to get the hookup, go to curiositystream.com slash musicalsplaining. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Durstcast. Welcome back. <laughs> the, Dur- the Fred Durst Appreciation Podcast. Yes. It's time to uh, <laughs> talk about Phantom of the Opera starring Frederick Durst as, Frederick the, Durst. <laughs> as <laughs> the Phantom, <laughs> Raul, and Christine, and Carlotta. It was a one-man show. It was great. I think Nookie fit really well. I mean, really, when you think about it, didn't the Phantom do all of what he did for the Nookie? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's exactly. actually a very good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a video essay if I've ever heard one. Yeah. <laughs> did he do it for the Nookie? Right. You do like a Transformers thing. You can yeah. do like Limp Bizkit through the lens of every, exactly, or Limp Bizkit yeah. lens Limp Bizkit for everything. Through the, through the lens of music theory. Yeah. 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 Music theory, a thing I know about. That's the new idea. There you go. That's yeah. the next million dollar one. So, yeah, before we get into it, let's talk about the production we saw. Your spirit and your voice in one combined. We saw Phantom of the Opera at the Majestic Theater in New York City. Uh, we saw a Monday show, which means we got the alternate Christine, who was played by Aaron LaCroix. Normally, the uh, show uh, stars Ben Crawford, Megan Paterno, or Paterno, I'm not sure, on John Riddle as Raul. We only got one of them, which was John, John Riddle. Riddle. Before we really get into it, let's talk about understudies. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's an interesting thing, because some of my best Broadway experiences I've ever had were with uh, the understudy. Yeah, same, same. I've only had, like, maybe one experience where an understudy was just kind of like, you know, and it's like, well, you kind of go in thinking, like, well, it's their chance to, like... Mm-hmm. Put it all in and go for it. Like we saw Cabaret when we were in high school. Yeah, that was the one I was thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With an understudy for the MC, Vince, um, uh, Vance, Vince Avery. A- Vance Avery, Vance Avery. Yes, yeah. and we it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, see, like the thing about Cabaret at that time was they were going through a lot of stunt casting. Yeah. Uh, like I saw John Stamos as the MC. Whoa. I saw John Cicada. Yeah. I saw Adam Pascal, uh, Molly Ringwald. Did you see Raul Esparza? Yeah, I saw Raul Esparza, which mm-hmm. is like probably the only one that wasn't stunt casting yeah, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so one day, I think it was like a, during the John Stamos era, we got the understudy. It was the John Cicada era. It was the John Cicada era. era. Oh, you know, you class- didn't see the Stamos yeah. then. No. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, so I did see it. I saw, Cab- yeah, I saw Cabaret like, I saw each of those people. I saw Cabaret. How many times did you see it? Uh, I've seen Cabaret probably, I've seen Cabaret more than I've seen Phantom. Holy shit. Um, yeah, because like, I saw it twice when it got revived. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I saw it like five times when I was in college and then another two Five times? times? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that was Student Rush. They were $25 tickets. Okay. That's and so it's like every time they had yeah. a new cast change, it's like, well, got to go check it, it out. Again. Yeah, yeah got to go see how they do. Um, so uh, in that case, it was like we got the understudy and he was just so animated and like 
happy to be there mm-hmm. and like just gave such a good performance like we we stood in the cold and rain and waited for this man and took a picture with my roll like my, my <laughs> click click <laughs> ancient camera yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah no i did oh, i got the- <laughs> back in those days it was yeah. like 2002 2003 yeah yeah the dark yeah. times, the dark times. <laughs> before smartphones yeah God, what did we do <laughs> we went to walmart yeah. and we oh. got a disposable camera the go places. <laughs> fuck that yeah there was no postmates back then yeah but the tonight or but last night's <laughs> I feel like I'm using like bagging on the understudy because like <laughs> okay, so we should preface this always like every one of these is mm-hmm. saying like we're just talking about like our thoughts yeah. about all our these feelings, our feelings. Art is, is meant like to a, be emotioned yeah. at. Yes, yeah. we're, we're expressing what we feel. We're not saying that this is any kind of objective reality or truth. Yes, and neither of us or none of us. I don't. I'm at least I can't say this. I can't write a musical. Although I'm going to try to yes. write the Twister one. Yes, Twister the musical is, I was promised, yes. Twister the musical. But just in terms of technical skills, I'm not like a person who can perform musicals or sing them sure. or write them or dance in any of them or any sure. of that. But so, you know, because people get really upset. They get like really attached to these kinds of things. But yeah. just take it with a grain of salt as far as, as far as what we're saying. But yeah, okay. Go ahead and hate on everything. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so so uh, we got the understudy for The Phantom, who was uh, named Paul A. Schaefer, not to be con- confused with Paul the masked singer. (laughs) That other Paul Schaefer who was a masked singer. Yeah, I'm Paul Schaefer from Letterman. So how did you feel about this understudy guy? Well, I think in the first episode we might have touched on it. If not, I think this is a show that lives and dies by its phantom. And And it's Christine. And it's Christine. Christine especially. Christine is the workhorse. Yeah, yeah. She's the one doing all the work. But like, I, I think, you know, the key to the show is empathizing also with the phantom. And if that doesn't work out, then it's kind of like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and also like they need chemistry. Yeah, exactly. And she was doing all, all of it. Work. Yeah, uh, and I wanted to believe it because I thought I thought Erin Lacroix as Christine was great. She was fantastic. Ten out of ten. I yeah. was like, she's one of my favorite Christines I've ever seen. I really enjoyed her. But oh man, she was. <laughs> I mean, okay. So here, here's my thing. Again, having slept on it, I feel like Paul A. Schaefer um, is a singer. Yes, he's a, and he uh, is not an actor. No, <laughs> um, I, or like because like because I, I was talking to Ollie, uh, who who uh, Ollie Philosophy Tube—that's his legal name. Um, <laughs> uh, because during intermission, he was like, "This is the best show I've ever seen. I'm having so much fun." Yeah, and no. um, <laughs> it's funny he was sitting, no. he was sitting yeah. next to Kavi. I was sitting right next to Ollie the whole time. <laughs> and Ollie's like, "Yes." Yeah, I kept looking at him throughout the performance, and I think we were thinking totally different things based on our reactions. I was just like, can you believe this shit? And he's like, I know, it's great. Uh, it's perfect. This is like the perfect theater experience for yeah, both of you. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, and, and he was like, and, and I kind of mentioned to him, like, this is definitely one of the demure phantoms I've seen. And he was he like, was, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, um, you know, like in high school, musicals or college musicals even where you see someone that's like yes they are a very good singer and that's why mm-hmm. they're there you know for that part you <laughs> so know yeah he had a great because at first i was really optimistic about him yeah because uh, his voice reminded me of ramin mm-hmm. our, mm-hmm. our darling baby boy yeah then as, as it kind of went on he was just sort of like not really reacting his yeah. facial expressions were like really overwrought uh, yeah. and then at that final layer it was just like it was just like okay this guy saw the joker a few times <laughs> 
He's playing it to a modern audience, to an Oscar-winning <laughs> audience, is, by the way. This is the 2020 Fantasy. Yeah, he's okay. trying to get the Tonys, basically, yeah. for Joaquin it. just won yeah. the Oscar. He's trying to get that. He's going to get up on stage and be like, we got to quit yeah. drinking milk. Dropping milk and cows. <laughs> because of artificial insemination. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't feeling them. And uh, again, like, if, if ever I get, like, a philosophical or theoretical law named after me, like Mian's Law, I'm like, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera lives and dies by the Phantom, and that's Mian's Law. Yeah. And Mian's <laughs> Law was in full action last night. Yeah. Well, also, I think the the irony was, like, Ben Crawford, who normally plays the Phantom, my problem with him was he was too extra. And I again, like, Can't monkey's win. paw has yeah. curled. You get what you wish for. And I'm other. like... Because the thing, because we were talking about this last night, at least Ben Crawford has a take. Yes. Like, he has a take on the character. It's consistent. It makes sense. Like, this guy was just kind of, like, doing the blocking. I think, like, to me, the worst part was um, Wondering Child, where he's on top of the grave. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just, like, standing there and not moving. Yeah, I didn't realize he was there until the end of the number when he came out. I mean, I I was also trying to not fall asleep throughout most of the (laughs) musical, to be fair, but still. You mean you didn't know whenever he starts singing is when you're supposed to see him. Well, yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize. But he was there for, like, the first part of it when when Homegirl Well, you're not supposed to see him. Right, right. Okay. So you saw him when you were supposed to see him. When I was supposed to. Okay. So it wasn't a total failure then. So, But, like, he comes out and (laughs) then he's, like. I thought he was doing some interpretive dance up there that I missed. Oh, my God. No, he comes out and he's, like, starts doing his like hey i'm your ghost daddy and she's like oh hey ghost daddy and then raul comes in and he's like he's not your ghost daddy Daddy. (laughs) uh so he comes out with his like little pyrotechnic uh right right the fire thing little spitty thing Uh, yeah Yeah, it was like he's like check out my vape i got a new juice for it everybody Like, he I, would vape, like, by the way, too. Yeah. I feel like Phantom would be a super vape. He would absolutely pull that cotton candy. He totally candy. was wearing a fedora <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, well, Natalie, who was behind us, Nick called it, like, the masked incel. That's no, what, it's totally what he was. He was be, super incel, yeah. That's going to be his YouTube channel, the yeah. masked incel. <laughs> He's going to talk about atheism. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pick up artist techniques. But yeah, because, like, the right off the bat, the pyrotechnic is really goofy looking. Yeah, yeah. That, is, that is something that is not aged well at all. Yeah, or, like, and he... You know, the thing is, like, the thing that saves that is the, that the guy playing it buys into the fact that he looks intimidating. And yeah. this man was just standing there, not moving the cane at all. Like, yeah. he was afraid it was going to set on fire. Yeah. And then, like, the way he, like, his vocals were like, no, you can, come on, come on, you, don't go. Don't go. <laughs> come back. Yeah. He- yeah, I was just like. All right, guess it's war upon you both. Yeah. And then, like, this amazing pyrotechnic that, yeah. like, just three feet in front of us, that does not match the energy. No. Like, he just, he was just like, okay, so. <laughs> so has this guy done this before? Like, I assume I mean, so. not like, obviously he's performed it, but is this, like, one of the first times, is he, like, nervous maybe? And it's, like. I have no idea. The first idea. time he's he getting to play the lead. He's nervous. He, yeah. So. Oh, God. I, I was like, I'm just Maybe his parents were in the audience being oh, like, why God. are you doing this? Why are you, you know. Judging it's like, him. It's like, first you were in Cats, now yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> Who is this Andrew Lloyd Webber? Fuck. Oh, my God. It's it's just like, because, you know, that, that character really isn't on stage for that yeah. much of the show. You so you, you really need to, like, buy into this guy being intimidating or, you know, passionately madly horny or whatever. Yeah. And like, there was, like, nothing yeah. to latch on to. I think, like, there was another moment where he was just, like, if he's not talking he's not moving yeah 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 that was actually one of the big notes that i had about it now that i've seen like five musicals mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but i was like, like the staging was really the blocking and mm-hmm. the staging just in general and maybe this is just 
again, I found I sound way more sophisticated now that I've seen like four musicals. <laughs> but because you guys said it's like a time capsule of stuff mm-hmm. in the '80s, like compared mm-hmm. to Hades Town or even Beetlejuice that we saw, mm-hmm. it seemed like it's just person stands on stage, sings a song. The other person mm-hmm. standing on their side, they sing. The stage isn't necessarily used in a creative way, and the blocking's not very interesting. Yes. Yeah, that made it really d- fucking drag for me comparatively because mm-hmm. we just like because yeah. we've been seeing them just, all week. Yeah. yeah. So like you, you've brought me at a very high bar where I'm just like <laughs> we started at the, we started at yeah the top. and I'm like what the fuck is this shit well, like that's half good because we brought the anger back we're yeah. gonna, <laughs> the rage is back baby yeah. brand has returned uh. she couldn't let you get complacent yeah no. yeah you can't be like hey maybe this is actually kind of fun no no I also no. feel sad because I was actually kind of excited I was expecting more of like the metal shit yeah it's just not there yeah, really there's just the one there's the one I feel I feel like disappointed yeah. but again that com- I think that comes to like down to the phantom too because like you know what whatever you want to say about Ben Crawford is he brings big dramatic yeah. dick energy yeah, like yeah, yeah. into it so yeah like you're ben constantly Crawford. like when's that drag queen coming back I yeah. hope he's back on stage and like the anticipation builds but like with this guy it was just like um yeah because like when what do you want like, when we saw it the last time which was about uh almost two years ago yeah but we had half. fun yeah yeah we were like because like it was like I, I didn't particularly want to see this phantom again but we were very amused at how extra he was yeah. we were like joking about what a drag queen like yeah. like a drag queen and a football player had a baby yeah. like uh is it an actual like drag queen playing the role no. just, like, say, I don't know Maybe. at this point yeah. <laughs> but like the energy was there like the hair flipping yeah <laughs> I will ruin your life energy yeah. like yeah. like Enjoys like, like party, you know, like, Phantom, but make it fashion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, we're like, whenever he like shows up as the Red Death, it's yeah. like, come on, yeah. like, because uh, this guy that was a, like Red Death West- is when he's wearing the giant hood. Uh, well, no, Red Death is when he's like dressed as like the skull, the Red Skull. Oh, at the fucking Illuminati, like yeah. eyes wide shut <laughs> sex party. <laughs> Drag, yeah, where he's got the show. giant skull on. Yeah, yeah. So that costume was pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, but yeah. like, y- you gotta own that. Yeah. Like he just kind of walked down, and then he just like does the blocking, and then like, yeah. and then it's kind of like, oh, that was another thing that Beetlejuice parodied. You, you remember in Beetlejuice where he like does the like. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah mentioned <laughs> that to like, me yeah. last night too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I forgot that that like that was actively parodying Phantom, where he's like yes. disappear, <laughs> and then it goes and doesn't really work, <laughs> and that kind of is what it was. It's like such an unimpressive biotech. Yeah, yeah. It's like flicking matches. But that's like, a scene where you need a you need, you need dra- a real thing. Yeah, you yeah. need drag queen energy. Yeah. yeah. Like no, <laughs> I have written you an opera. Yeah. yeah. Like, and if it's not there, then it's like. Like, why is anyone scared of this guy? Why is Christine mm-hmm. like torn about him? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, it was very much yeah, like like watching a very talented high school. Yeah, he felt like singer, a guy like, that you're yeah. like, I'll invite you, but you kind of like, complain a lot, yeah. so I don't really want to hang out with you, yeah. but I feel obligated to. Like, right? It's it like didn't strike me as like, someone has to play Captain Von Trapp, and you're yeah. the only one who can hit those notes. You know, <laughs> he's just a wild and likable guy. He's fine. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah, wildly unlikable phantom. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, yeah, I feel really like we just spent like, yeah. like 20 minutes bagging on the understudy. Uh, well, I think, it, you know, it matters because, like, that's um, our colleague David couldn't come with us on Monday. So mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend saw it uh, Monday matinee, and they did see Ben Crawford. And David kind of, you know, had the opposite reaction of, like, I didn't like how domineering and mean he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, and I, we were talking about how, like, the timber of the show, the point of the show, mm. really changes with the actor and their interpretation of it. Yeah. Like, do they want their phantom to be sympathetic or horrifying? Because, like, the text is like, it 
can be both. Yeah. yeah you know, was sort of neither. Yeah. He was, yeah, yeah exactly. Was neither, yeah. That's sort of like the disappointing thing. Like, um, like, cause I feel like if we had gotten Ben Crawford again, yeah. you, there, the guy has a take yeah. and you're not leaving. Like, what was I supposed to take from this? Yeah. What was I supposed to take from this? Yeah. Like, and also like there was a pyrotechnic at the end that didn't work. Oh, right. the candle. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and he just kind of like jumps and goes, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. they're supposed to be. A, you yeah. know, whenever he like cuts the rope, yeah, yeah, that's supposed to be a pyrotechnic, yeah. and it didn't work. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. just oh like, and he, he just, just yeah. he made a little noise too. Yeah, like, oh my god, he, he really did. He really did. Stream, seems like an like an incel-y kind of Twitter person yeah. who hated like Chad's and Stacy's. Like that's <laughs> what the whole fucking thing was when I was watching it. I was like, like, nope, don't care. I think he was wearing Ben Crawford's costumes. Because he's you know he's a tall dude, <laughs> right, right. but he's he's not like ripped, yeah. Like Ben Crawford is, so he like his all of his costumes were like a size too big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks like so he, he was getting ready for a nice like, dinner with his dad. It looked like a jacket. high schooler, yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 well, this is the this is the only size they had at the rental place. Like. <laughs> I could see his auntie coming up to him or his grandmother, like, pinching his cheek. You look so handsome in yeah. your dad's coat. Like, <laughs> like mom comes in with a safety pin. Like, yeah. come on, let's get, let's tuck this type mom, of Mom, I don't want to wear this. <laughs> That's actually the whole vibe now that I think about it. Yeah. So this is, yeah, the broad, the, like I say, the, the thing, like, I feel like the best productions I've seen have been at the Majestic, mm. uh, but it's been a long time. Because, like, the last, this is, like, the third Phantom in a row where I'm like, nope, nope. Not, not feeling, feeling it. it, yeah. Like, before that was Ben Crawford, who was, like, the best of the three. Before that, it was James Barber. Do we want to talk about him? Ooh. Well, anyway, he was a sex pervert. Yeah, he's an actual <laughs> sex offender. Yeah, an actual <laughs> literal sex offender that was Phantom for, like, three, four years. For a long time. Yeah, not, nobody liked him, so no. it was kind of one of those really bewildering choices. Yeah. Uh, where this guy had a like years long series of accusations from women. Yeah. All of them were underage. Yeah. Um, and they hired him anyway. Yeah. And like, apparently this, there's the same, like similar, uh, scandal going on with the new West side story. Oh really? Yeah. It's just like Broadway doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. They'll yeah. just hire sex perverts and yeah. be like, what? Yeah. Broadway had sort of gone through the me too process yet at all. Apparently not. not. No, no. no. There's yeah. like, no, it's, it's only a matter of time. Right. I, yeah. I, hope so because, I mean, yeah, yeah, seriously. It's like the fact that like, all of this scandal was going on yeah. around Phantom of the Opera, and yeah. it was like a huge deal on like yeah. Tumblr and yeah. in the fandom. They were like, "Do not support Majestic. Don't yeah. support Really Useful. Don't support the Shoeboard organization yeah. mm-hmm. until they get this guy out." But they did not care yeah. until he just finished his contract and left organically. Yeah, and it's yeah. like because like I, I I mean you you get the feeling of it when you see Phantom at the Majestic that it's a lot of just tourists coming in and out who don't necessarily have a particular mm-hmm. attachment to it. So, like, you know, they don't care, and they're not going to oh, yeah, look into yeah. who the Phantom is, but, like, the people who actually care about the show, or Broadway in general, like, yeah. see that, like, you know, James Barber is playing this role that is, like, that everyone's upset about, but is also, like, you know, like, a lot of teenage girls love Phantom, yeah. and, like, I think I think it was, like, when he was in Jane Eyre, the musical, that, like, the, like, sex-offending uh, stuff actually happened, so, yeah. like, it's just, like, I don't know, like, to, to, to put him within, like... That proximity of yeah. like that same kind of fan base Seems all over again. It's just yeah. like, yeah, really yeah. irresponsible. It's like, who's going to be waiting at the stage door? So every now night? you uh, get a sexless high schooler in a suit yeah. that don't fit. It's the opposite route you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. So there's no horniness on Phantom's end. No, no, no. it's not that. It's that, like, it's just, it was just irresponsible <laughs> yeah, on the part yeah. of the production to leave this man. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the new guy saying no horniness. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm using the term that you guys have been using. I believe the term is thirst. Thirst. I'm sorry. Oh, great. I tried to be hip for a minute. Um, <laughs> didn't really work out. Like 
the new guy, it's kind of just like no one seemed to have an opinion about him. Yeah. It's like the the one that the that the fans are really hyping over is the international tour guy. Yeah. Oh, I forget his name. The one that's like going through the United States right now. No, or? no. Oh, okay. Because I, I saw the international. I saw like the last like tour that they did, mm. and it was not good. No. When's the last <laughs> time you guys had seen Phantom before um, last night? Uh, yeah, about two years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. year and a half two yeah. years ago. It was at my, it was the, it was at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> saw it during your wedding? Yes, I was literally, I got married you at got the married Majestic. You got married at the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I took all my bridesmaids to see Phantom since that's basically how we all met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did the night before yeah. her wedding. Well, it was her, Angie, and Lisa, who I all met on yeah. Fiction. Oh my God, that's so yeah. funny. And also a friend from high school. Who... Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no, she got to see Hamilton because she was not in the Phantom crew. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so it was like Phantom crew only. Yeah. Uh, but like, well, the comment about like how tourists are the ones who see Phantom is a good segue into like the the audience, which yeah. I feel like was also like something I didn't consider. The audience last night was very different from the other audiences we've. What's the normal audience you guys have? Well, when we the other ones we've seen, they yeah. were like all really hyped. They were fans yeah. of the show they were seeing, yeah. or they were really eager to see it. This, you know, last night, I think to me, like the other thing about last night was like the fact that people applauded set pieces instead of acting. Yes, and also. The standing O didn't really happen until the Phantom came out. Yeah, until the oh, yeah. that was yeah, and that was weird because you think of yeah. like all like like Hades Town is like the second it's done, everyone's no like, like on their feet. Yeah, not, same yeah. with like, and, you yeah. know, like same with Six, yeah. same with Beetlejuice. Yeah, I can't think of a show that I haven't seen on Broadway in the last like five years that hasn't gotten like instant standing instant O. Instant standing O. Even the last time we saw it, like with yeah. Ben Crawford, we we had that. Yeah, I mean, it's like I wonder how much it's like the Monday audience. Yeah, times are changing. Well, it's also like. So we saw it on a Monday just because I like we we scheduled a, scheduled it on Monday because we're like oh that makes sense because Phantom's like the only show that's not dark on Monday yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I guess that's sort of the thing like well the people who see it on a Monday are the people who are like well I guess nothing else is open yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like that extra layer of not giving a shit yeah sure. um, I you, you guys got good seats too. Right? Um, sort of. Like, I was I was sitting next to this kid that had, like, <laughs> there were layers. Like, for one, I mean, that was also really interesting. It was, like, there was a lot of the audience. Uh, and we can we can talk about, like, like the language stuff and what pantomime brings. But, sure. like, sure. Uh, like, we were surrounded by people of, it was, like, Epcot. Like, there were some Germans, there <laughs> yeah. were some Swedes. Yeah, there like was, like, a lot of Chinese yeah. people. Um, so I think, like, the, the there was, like, a mom and daughter that were sitting next to me that were Chinese. Uh, and I, w- I was, like, trying to be patient with it because, like, they kept, like, talking. And I'm pretty sure it's because, like, the daughter didn't speak English, so the mom would sure. be like, okay, so they just said this. Yeah. And I was like, but because it was kind of like I had mixed feelings about it because on one thing it was annoying, but on the other hand it was like the kid was really into it. Yeah, yeah. And, I uh, really hope that the mom was just making up some insane story that had nothing to do that was going on on stage. It's like, oh, he's got a really bad headache. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's got like that's that's yeah. icy hot. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually looking to buy a house out in the suburbs. <laughs> he put down a down payment. <laughs> the kid's like, oh my god, I hope he gets it. But but then like this kid, I don't know why, but she just she had like a plastic like candy wrapper that she just kept crinkling and crinkling oh. and crinkling, and eventually I was like, woman, you have to make this child stop, or I'm going to throw her in the fucking <laughs> orchestra pit. <laughs> The yeah. second to last time I saw Phantom. Wow, what a sad. <laughs> How many times have you seen it now? Total. I've seen Phantom, I think, at least five times. Oh my yeah. god. I've seen it five times. I'm pretty so sure many it's five times. times. That's five yeah. times too many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw it because like I was here on a Monday, um, 
and had nothing to do. I had time to kill before my yeah. bus. And I was just like, well, I'll go to TKTS and see if I can get tickets to something. And, you know, it was Phantom because it yeah. was Monday. So I was like, sure, I'll just go see Phantom by myself. And I sat in the back orchestra and it was just like I had a Brazilian family sitting next to me doing like the exact same thing mm. that like we described last night. And I'm just like, that's kind of something I take mm. like as part of the Phantom experience, yeah. at least at the Majestic. <laughs> people like, are going to talk. <laughs> it's like people are going to talk. It's I think we mentioned it yesterday that we compared it to an amusement park ride yeah, or just yeah. like getting yeah, people right. in and out yeah. and like. You know, I long to see it on the West End because a lot of the yeah, it seems like the West End is still taking it seriously. The West End takes it seriously. Like the West End Phantoms are all really big. The Christines are really great. It's just kind of like yeah, like all of the the Phantoms that people actually really like of the last ten years have been West End Phantoms. Yeah, yeah. we haven't got except for maybe Norm Lewis. Like yeah, Norm Lewis is like the one Broadway Phantom that people are like yeah, Yeah. that one. People people like Hugh Panaro too. But he was from yeah, he's like fifteen years ago. The old times. (laughs) So when they're doing it like in these international productions, right? Mm -hmm. Is it any different, or is it just the performance? Like, Um, is it directed differently, or the stage, or the sets different, or is it literally all the same? Like it's mass produced, sort of. It used to be that way, but the last couple of years, the really useful group seems to have loosened up. Yeah, like 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 there's there's the Greece production. Yeah, there's one in Greece right now that's super different. Yeah, like the sets are really really different. Well, for the tour, they retooled all the sets, which to me are like the best parts of the Broadway production. They retold them all to look more literal, you know, like there's walls everywhere. It's not playing with any negative space whatsoever. And it's also kind of like, it looks like it's meant to look like the movie, which is a choice. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So Yeah. They they included like more stuff that was uh, like inspired by the movie. Yeah. Um, It's got a really bad wig in that one. Like a ducktail mullet. And also they don't do the chandelier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really jealous that you guys were under the chandelier. Last it was, night. Yeah, that, that was pretty scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, you're just like, here it comes. And I got you like, I expected it to kind of have like a, a sort of logarithmic graph movie yeah. to kind of like sort of swoop at an angle. And it does it. No. It goes straight it goes down and then like is an L. I was really <laughs> hoping to have been underneath it to have put me out of my fucking misery watching that show. I was like, please, no more. Uh. Yeah. Is that too dark? Sorry. Uh, no. Not sorry. No. No, no it's Phantom. No, it's you're Phantom. You're allowed to make a joke yeah. about a well, chandelier. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, you should you should probably say some stuff. I did, no, it's fine. I'm like, I'm just like, the, mm-hmm. the part that I think I, like, I liked the least was the 10 person, everyone soloing at the same I, time. Yeah, I knew that was going to be Letter song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Can so, I had no, all I knew was that like everyone wanted to have a solo at the same time. <laughs> and then they were like, okay, cool. Everybody just go for it. And then they just sang for what felt like 155 minutes. <laughs> and I, I, I looked at Sarah and I was like, for the love of fucking God, what the fuck is happening? Is this a song? Literally nothing you were saying is inaccurate. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's no lie detected. <laughs> oh, my God. And, th- and then furthermore to that point, like the idea that half the songs to me or half like the sung parts just felt like they were making up songs yeah. like that didn't actually have any like mm. melody or score to behind it. They were just sort of like, and now we're going to go across the room. <laughs> so the felt, Phantom is here. Like so I could have written like that. Improvise. Yes. It's, it sounded awful. Improvised Phantom of the Opera is like the worst. That's like, literally what we saw last night. <laughs> well, because because you, you felt like there was a lack of a hook. Yeah. And you know what's really embarrassing? I'll let you guys know about this. Last night when I went back to the hotel room and I was lying down, I was like, Sarah, I don't like any of those songs. There were no songs. There's no melody. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think that's just sort of a musical thing. And then I started listing off songs from Cats mm-hmm. that I fucking remembered for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, no, I was like, I can sing you the wonderful Mr. Yeah. Mustafa. And I was like, Jellicle Cats. And I was like, fuck, no. why do I know all these? <laughs> 
and that was magic, a sad moment. The magic of Andrew Lloyd <laughs> Yeah, have Webber. you considered that maybe you actually like cats? No, it's not even, but I was like, I can, <laughs> like, comparatively to cats, I was like, they're, they're hooks, right? Mm-hmm, sure. They're songs. I, I like, think... I didn't feel like the songs in Phantom were as, not just catchy, but I was like, mm-hmm. I was waiting for something to sort of feel like it was repeating or mm-hmm. there was like a, uh, uh, it was building towards something specific. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this makes me just hate all opera. I don't really know, but I mean, this is not, not opera. Sure. <laughs> but that's I was looking for a place to sort of hang my hat. I think I said this earlier too, where I was like, "Where's the moment?" And I was like, "I, the songs just feel like they're making up their scatting or something." But like <laughs> through opera, opera scat. <laughs> yeah, opera scat. I the Phantom just shows like a ski, but a little bit. I'm a scatman. for me. <laughs> but like the operatic version, that's how. Yeah. Felt, that's truly how I felt about a lot of the music. I think mm-hmm. that's also why I was just like, oh, I almost fell asleep multiple times. <laughs> oh, you are your dad. I really am. You're talking to your dad. Oh my god. Because uh, I think uh, it's kind of hard for me to respond to that because if you, you know, if it's like if that's your experience, obviously yeah. I can't say you're wrong. Yeah. But I think like in our case, like my first exposure to like all of the Andrew Lloyd Webber stuff was like that album of highlights that came yeah. out in the early 90s. Yeah. And I think that included two songs from Phantom. Shh. Phantom of the Opera and Music of the Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you get like the highlights of the Phantom album, yeah. and that has like twelve songs. And then I had the full cast, and recording. then the full cast recording. Yeah. So they were designed to kind of sound like pop songs. And yeah. the music of the night version was like, like almost kind of like the acoustic, you know, because it started with like a acoustic, piano, yeah, the reprise, yeah. <laughs> so like, riff rap, street, street rap, it's like <laughs> stripped down, bare bones, yeah, you like know? easy listening, yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah, vibe. Nighttime sharpens, heightens each sensation, and whereas like the Phantom of the Opera was mm-hmm. full out, just like cheese, yeah, like, 80s cheese. Sing once again. How strange to me, I think there are like five songs that are that are pretty memorable. Like as I was thinking of uh, during "Wishing You Were Somehow Here Again," mm-hmm. which is the grave song. Um, I uh, I was thinking of again Edgar Lloyd Webber's biography, where he was talking about how like Available how hard <laughs> how hard that was to write lyrics to because it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight mm-hmm. syllables, mm-hmm. Uh, and someone and they were like. And Richard Silva was like, I hate you. I hate you for writing this. And they were like, for the longest time, they called it like all the little kids at Christmas time. <laughs> and I kept, I, kept, I kept thinking of that. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, all I can do not to laugh. All the little kids at Christmas time. <laughs> Christmas time. Oh, wow. yeah. I didn't yes. know. That's amazing. Because I think of like. You know, the thing is, like, at the end of the show, mm-hmm. you're not introducing any new hooks. No, no, no. In any musical. It's, so you, yeah. Except for Beetlejuice, <laughs> which ends with shake, shake, shake. So that's like, sure. yeah, you're allowed. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I think of, like, the final lair scene. It's like, what all are they rehashing? It's it's like uh, the Angel of, of Music no theme, Point of yeah. No Return. And, yeah, Angel of Music. The Phantom of the Opera title yeah, song. A bit. Like, there's a little bit of that in there. Um, and down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, down Once More is its own thing. No, yeah, Down Once More is like, that's Music of the Night. Yeah, it's Music of the Night. Yeah, so, yeah. I have a quick question about the ending, right? So, the Phantom brings them down. He does his whole weird, like, making out with Christine part. And then he's like, She makes out with him. Sorry, yeah. No, definitely. She's threatening to murder her partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing it willingly. Mm hmm. And then the the townspeople are, or the opera mm-hmm. people are coming down to mm-hmm. presumably kill him. Yep. Why the fuck is he like, go now before they get here? Is it just because he doesn't want her to see him get attacked? 
No, I assume it's because, like, you know what happens during mobs? mobs People yeah. just like, attack, thing in, t- attack things indiscriminately. Yeah. Well, why do they run away? Why wouldn't they? Like, especially dude, who the rich guy, I forget his name. Raul. Raul, yeah. Why wasn't he like, no, motherfucker, I want to watch you die because you literally were trying to hang me until you, like, forced yourself onto my, I don't know, fiance? Were they married at that point six months later? I don't know. No, they're engaged. They're engaged. Yeah. I thought that was very strange where he's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, wh- what the fuck? Do you understand? I, maybe it's just like I've read too much fan fiction. No, but the implication think, that no, I've I think gotten to me, there. It's just like it's not like the fact that you're making this a logically why this yeah. is the just kind of it didn't work yeah. emotionally. Like the performance didn't work. Yeah. They, like the chemistry didn't work. You don't feel yeah. any kind of pain at their separation because like, yeah, in Raul, because like Raul does not matter in yeah. that moment. It wouldn't make sense to bring it back to him. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So he should not have any lines. Yeah. He needs to fuck off. My my read of it is always like, oh, like exactly like what happens in a mob. It's like the implication of even being, you know, around mm-hmm. him at that point when everyone's blood is up, so yeah. to speak, is like he wants them to get the fuck out of there. So like he doesn't have to ruin their lives anymore, you know, potentially with this. I've, that's a big fan fiction plot thing, mm-hmm. too, that happens. Where he's yeah, like, well, I mean, go. like, he has the line, don't let them find you. Yeah. Go now. Don't let them find you. So uh, I think it, it, like it is sort of like for your own for your own good, get out of here. Yeah, you, you know, just like bringing logic back into it is just kind of like just kind of tells even me a, that. But I'm saying even emotionally, I'm like, I, that yeah, the fact that it, for me at all. Yeah, yeah. I like, didn't really. Under, it just seemed like he forced her. He was like, I'm gonna murder your fiance if mm-hmm. you don't make out with me. Yep. And then he does, and then she does sort of like unwillingly, and then he's like, okay, now you're free to. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Well, that wasn't the agreement. Uh, to let him go? No, he he. The agreement was. You have to stay with me forever. Yeah, yeah, that's why he's trying to marry her, and then he's yeah, yeah, yes, yes, and, and then he has a change of heart. Yeah, but that that's supposed to be a moment where you feel like, oh, he's like a good person. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, he fucking <laughs> murdered a bunch of people and is extorting everybody. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I'm just like, no, this guy was a piece of shit the whole way through. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna invoke Mean's law yeah. again and say like that lives or dies by the yeah. actor, and like, yeah, no, yeah, this like, like the, you watch it, and you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, even as I was watching this fine that final scene, I'm like. This is not working. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, the fact that that's your takeaway doesn't surprise me. I was yeah. very confused. I was like, why is this a classic? But I guess I say that about everything. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even more so with this. Yeah. Because to me, uh, this is going to be repetitive for people who have like consumed other Phantom contents I have made. But to me, like a lot of times, the the thing ends with uh, him dying, a la movie monster. Okay. And to that's me, it seemed like yeah, it seemed like I got like the Frankenstein vibe. Yeah. Uh, but to me, I, I think, and this is just sort of why it's a has always resonated with me is the fact that he does have the change of heart is sort of like a completion of a character arc mm-hmm. that he has been he's basically sort of at an arrested development stage for his entire life. He does not know how to show empathy because he's never experienced any himself. So he sees people as like just playthings, like I can kill you, I can steal you, and so like Christine showing him compassion. In that moment, yeah. even in that sort of like under duress way, yeah. is sort of like the first time he experiences empathy and in that moment realizes that he has been doing terrible things and lets them go. So that to me is is why that ending resonates. And I think the fact that it's like it didn't work at all. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. I even I who was like, you know, stone cold sober in the second row was yeah. like, I don't feel I feel nothing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't want to have to, you know, say subject yourself to Phantom again, but like there's like the 25th anniversary right. recording. And like, I, yeah, I think that might be a, a bit of an ask. Yeah, but no, like, no, no. But like it is like just a completely different experience watching yeah, that. Yeah, like, like we're like we're like Ramin Karamloo who we're fawning over. Yeah. Uh, well, he he is Persian. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he was he was born in Iran yeah. oh. in 1978. Oh, a right bad time a to be born. Was he actually born in Iran? Yeah, he was born oh, okay. in Iran. And his his parents, dad was like in the I thought he was born in Canada for some reason after his parents moved. Oh no, he he was born in Iran and he he like uh, he was the best Phantom. I think so. He's one of my <laughs> he's one of my he's not my personal favorite, but I'd put him up there. Who's your personal favorite? John Owen Jones, oh, West End baby. Yeah. He's such a sad dramatic he gets all the right notes of being sad dramatic and just a little bit sexy for the moms as a yeah. treat. Sing once again with me a Uh, yeah, because like, like I guess like Ramin is more on this like sad boy end, but he's also very yeah, and like he also had a really good Christine to act off. Yeah, of. yeah. So it's like yeah. if you watch the twenty fifth, like I have uh, like I've had friends that like if we had it on in the background would like yeah. kind of watch the ending and be like, I get it now. Yeah, like there's chemistry yeah. between the two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My mom never got it because she saw like the Ken Hill, not the Ken Hill <gasps> Phantom. She saw the David Stoller touring production of Phantom in the nineties and thought that was the Android Weber version <laughs> and just came home like, well, I don't want to think about that again. And uh, so like she assumed that that was what the Android Weber Phantom was. And like when I was like really into it, she was like, what? Sure, you know, you do your own thing. And then like about five years ago, yeah, like my sister and I popped on the twenty fifth anniversary version, and my mom sat and watched it with us, and she was like, oh no, I get this. Like, I enjoyed this. This was, like, a thing I liked. And I was just like, yeah, like, it it really, like, the 25th anniversary kind of does gel everything really well. I mean, Mm -hmm. it has, has, like, the best of the, like, the best of all of the cast. Yeah, like, the best Carlotta, the best, like, manager. Look, the Carlotta, and that's fantastic. Like, you see all these people, like... Yeah, I your excuse. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't know. Just based on the plot points, I don't see Mm -hmm. how a performance can really overlook how creepy it really is. Even if they're really charismatic and Mm -hmm. like really, it just I'm like, dude, like is murdering people, and he's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't fucking marry me in my weird basement, I'm gonna murder the guy Mm -hmm. that you're. I'm just like, nope, (laughs) nope, you're a fucking scumbag. It's disgusting (laughs) and it's creepy that people like this. It's just sort of no offense, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, okay, you just insulted her dead dad. I'm yeah, sorry. you just insulted my dead I'm sorry. dad. I'm sorry. You just he's he's dead. He's dead. Is your dad dead? Ins- yeah, mine is. Yeah, mine is too. Oh yeah. My God. All right, check your yeah. Oh, check dad. my dad privilege. Okay. Oh God. Uh, I mean, no, I get that. But like when you're yeah. 13 again, like he just wants you. And I'm yeah. like, hey, I don't think you need to rationalize it by being a teenager. No, I think it's yeah, like yeah. either it works for you emotionally sure. or yeah. it doesn't. And like the fact that it's like it's not pinging is like, I do think you can bring it back to the performance. Yeah. Um, so about like the rest of the cast. So we had the understudied Carlotta, who was like the only black person in the entire cast. Mm-hmm. Her voice was incredible, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I was in because like at first I'm like, oh, a, a Carlotta of color. How nice. And then... As the play progresses and it's just like, we need to get this uppity, like, <laughs> somebody fish off the stage. And I was like, maybe not. Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. And it's so it's, it's interesting whenever you have roles that weren't written for people of color yeah. and mm-hmm. filled by them. It's just sort of like this was not unfortunate before. Yeah. And now I'm like. 
I don't I don't want to say this woman can't play Carlotta, but it really takes on a different dynamic when it's played mm. by a black woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like we saw her when like because I, I have seen a black Carlotta before and had like similar thoughts <laughs> about that. And like because the optics of that are, are very like strange and not in a good way, I think, for the role mm-hmm. of Carlotta. Yeah. Like seeing someone like Norm Lewis or um, Robert Guillaume, who played the Phantom in the 80s, I think he replaced Michael Crawford in the L.A. production, mm-hmm. um, who was also a black man, yeah. you know, like it does, that gives it an, a, a read that is, you know, a lot different than like, you know, say having Michael Crawford play it, but it's an interesting one. It was with Carlotta. It does become like, yeah. 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 Cause like, I guess like Norm Lewis was like kind of, I guess like the last big star they had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. by Broadway standards that played the Phantom. Cause yeah. he came in uh, for the um, 25th anniversary. You know, it's like you could say that the optics of like a black guy, mm. you know, stealing this white woman and like throwing her away, and mm. everybody's like, "Give us back that white woman." Yeah. Uh, it's like you could say it's iffy, but on the other hand, it's like such an iconic role, yeah, and he yeah, did, like yeah. does have all these like you know, you know, he can have like these sensitive moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like with Carlotta, it's just she's uppity and needs to be removed, yeah. Yeah. and that was like. Uh, well, it's just it's just it's just odd because you don't want to say like because I, I like even Andrew Lloyd Webber himself has like been a big advocate of colorblind casting, yeah. especially in his own shows, which makes me wonder why this show is still so white. Yeah, is it yeah, because of the tourists. Yeah, I, I I can't understand like yeah compared to like pretty much every other Andrew Lloyd Webber show that gets like produced over and over again like this casting is still like pretty yeah. homogenous. You like, sometimes get like an Asian Christine and like that's it maybe you know yeah. like Webber has said like even in his like conservative whiteness he's like. He considers diversity important because, like, if we aren't don't get more diverse, theater is going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was like one Asian ballet dancer and like Carlotta, and the rest of the cast was like entirely white. Yeah. How well is it doing? Like, is this still oh, going to go on so, forever? Yeah, yeah. This, this will outlast all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it'll be after after the nuclear holocaust. Yeah, cockroaches will be, will be, yeah. be putting on Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, like aliens will be come. just yeah cockroaches in human suits. Yeah. There'll be like you know, fifty cockroaches on top of each other's shoulders. Yeah, you know the ending of the movie AI, uh, artificial yeah. intelligence, yeah. where it's like aliens come and like underwater is just still like an intact production of Phantom yeah. of the Opera, still going, yeah. it's like still going. Yeah. The chandeliers like gently floating <laughs> yeah. under the down to the stage like that'll be all the aliens have to decipher what yeah. humanity was It'll yeah be yeah exactly so it's like the simpsons at this point it just like keeps making money even though it mm-hmm. hasn't been good for like 20 years yeah, yeah. I, I honestly feel like that is kind of fair because i remember like the i feel like the best production i ever saw was like in the early mid 2000s um because i really do feel like they're just kind of asleep at this point because yeah. like a high energy play like even if you like hated the note scene and like couldn't follow it. Like too if many you, notes, by the way. <laughs> too many, too notes. many notes. There's only so many well, notes the yeah. royal ear can hear. Far too, too many, many notes for my taste, and most of them musical? about Christine. That's part and of the. Yeah, they joke about how there's too many notes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sanders. Like which I never really. I'm like I want. <laughs> Far too many notes for my taste, and most of them about Christine. Nice Amadeus reference there. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. If if you had a more powerful cast with better chemistry, it you know I think it's like it would have been more engaging. So you've been like, okay, it's like not for me, but I can see where, where people like this. Yeah. But like the last several times I've seen it, I really do feel like they're just like it's like actors at a Disney ride, like they're yeah. just asleep. They yeah. don't, they're not into it. Yeah. I forget if we went over this or not, but is this the only one that's been there for fucking ever? And, and it's the only one be? that's still running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the oldest one at this point. At in, this point, Broadway. The closest, on Broadway, yeah, yeah. The closest would be The Lion King. Yeah, which was almost ten years later. Um, it's still running on the West End, um, but Les Mis is also still running on the West End, so Les Mis is the longest-running West End show, but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I remember seeing it in the early 2000s and like I definitely remember like the cast having a lot more fun. The Carlotta yeah. especially. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I want to think that was Hugh Panero who I saw. I think you did see Hugh Panero. And, um, yeah. and like I just like I remember like like that was like the, the frog moment and yeah. this one kind of bugged me. I was like that's really lame. Where she's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not feel like I'm not getting frog here. Yeah. And I just remember like the, the one I the first one I saw on Broadway, mm. like she like like made a big production of it and then like ran off stage mm. and when the manager came out, I was like, ladies and gentlemen, and you could hear her still going like, like backstage. <laughs> yeah. And it, and like the audience like howled, like every yeah. like everyone was like so into it. You know, and now it's just like I, I feel like the audience like it is very telling that people clap for the set pieces and not the actors because, like, I I feel like the audience can feel that they're just kind of going through the motions at this point. So it's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't think we need Phantom anymore. Yes. Yay. That's the best thing you've said all podcast. We need to take fucking Phantom upstate into like a nice open park. Yeah. Let it yes. out of the car. Yes. Let it fucking die. Yeah. I'm just like, I've got my 25th anniversary. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. Like maybe in 30 years they can bring it back and with yes. a different interesting er production. I will yeah. reiterate the cats thing that I said. This is taking up space and money for something else that could be newer and better. You don't need a fucking musical that's been running for 150 years. I have years. a friend who's employed by the Broadway production <laughs> as a sound mixer, so I'm like... <laughs> I just, I mean, yeah. I, whenever there's a new Phantom, yeah. I'm going to see him. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's still there. It's fine. Like, it doesn't bother me, but I think it's just like, even people who are fans of the fandom, it's just like, this is like, how, like, yeah. you guys don't care anymore. There's yeah. there's no the passion here. Like, I just no think passion about, here. Yeah, I think about all the girls who are seeing this for like their 12th birthday and have begged <laughs> their parents. And, you know, I'm sure like, they were like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe that it exists there for mm-hmm. them. And yeah. that's about all the empathy I yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ollie liked it. Yeah. Ollie had a great time. Yeah. Natalie Ollie had, had a great time. Yeah, so. David liked it. Yeah, it's just like people people have fun with it, but it's like, it's just tired. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well. I felt like they were bored. I finally. Um, well, we agreed. We, we finally agreed on yeah. something. We Maybe not to, for the same reasons. We but... came to the correct consensus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> My brand is ruined. People are going to be like, you are our phantom ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> you were the chosen I'm one. I'm just glad that I could have stayed here and watched it die with you. <laughs> All right, Kylo. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm still going to go back and write my Phantom fan fiction, yeah, but you, you know, that will always be farts many... and butts and whatever you farts put in there. Farts and butts. <laughs> farts and butts. Farts and butts. <laughs> this version, yeah. his butt has a mask on it. <laughs> his face is a butt and it farts. <laughs> See, I would watch that. That would be a fucking great musical. That's his tragic deformity. <laughs> he's, he's got a literal butt. butt part of the opera. Whenever he sings, it's just like... <laughs> there you go. Reinvigorate. That, That's a new take, yeah. And on that note... Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I hope you had a good time. I didn't watching Phantom of the Opera, but I'm grateful for being able to see it with such lovely, lovely ladies who love yeah. stuff so much. <laughs> Whose love was sadly not infectious at all. <laughs> well, Sorry. it rarely is. It rarely yeah. is. No. Uh, if you guys are interested, you can follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We are Musical Splainin with no G uh, at Musical Splainin mm-hmm. on Instagram. We are Musical Splaining with a G. 
I am at Kavataharian, just like it sounds <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, it's like your name is uh, more or less spelled exactly. It's how exactly it how it sounds at Kavataharian at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Angie, um, I am Y Angelina Y. Isn't the word Y like when you look at my Twitter feed or <laughs> listen to me talk about anything? You go Y Angelina Y. Uh, I am at Y Angelina Y on Twitter, and yeah, I write for Lindsay, so yeah. you've probably already enjoyed my content if you've watched. Yeah, and if you're really content. This, you probably already follow Lindsay. That's probably yeah, how you yeah, found exactly. out about this. <laughs> And I'm at the Lindsay Ellis at Twitter and name brand Lindsay on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we will uh, see you next time with six. Six other people? Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be our sixth episode. Oh, it works out perfectly. Yeah. I love oh, it. nice. Yeah. Nice. We're very excited. Thanks again so, for yeah. joining us, Angie. Yeah, thank you guys for having to me. Have you. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. This Phantom Content number 456. Another notch on the old belt. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, this is the last. Yes. No. Never. No, never, never, never. I will no. never. There's so much phantom. Yeah. This is just the music. This is the tip of the. Yeah. This is your second phantom content. Oh, that's true. Oh, now I can finally go back and watch the video yeah. that I was barred from watching until I'd seen it. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, I'm like, why did I even do that? Because <laughs> it's just the books. Well, anyway, have right. a have a good whatever time of day it is. You beautiful people. We'll see you next time. And I'll see you at the theater.